1: And welcome. Welcome to the Joey Clark Radio Hour. I'm your host, Joey, and alongside me, one of my roommates, Jonathan. Good evening, everybody. Oh, let's give him a little golf clap, ladies and gentlemen. All right. Thank you for being on the show. Oh, no, not a problem at all. Thank you for having me. Now, Even know it is short notice. You just noticed something here on the Drudge Report. Yes. I would say the biggest conservative publication in the world, or for American politics at least. And what is this that you're seeing? KFC is now out of gravy. What? Yes. They're Um, out of
0: gravy?
2: How that's possible, I don't know. Um, But, I mean, apparently KFC did run out of chicken and... What, London
1: or England? Yeah, first it was chicken. Now there's a gravy (laughs) shortage at KFC locations in the UK. Some restaurants are serving a limited menu, with many not serving gravy at all. I mean, what's the point of having KFC if you can't have that gravy? I mean, I don't usually drink down the gravy. I don't usually put it on my mashed tater tots. They put them in tater tot form, right? And then they mash them to make their mashed potatoes? Oh, the gravy? Yeah. No, the potatoes that you put the gravy on. It's I don't ma- know. It's
2: mashed potatoes that so they put the gravy on. They don't put it in tater tot form.
1: No, I'm thinking to make the perfect mashed potatoes, you start off with fried tater tots, then you mash those. But those aren't, there's like, there's no crunch to them. Yeah, I'm, never mind. I mean, Let's not even go down this no. road again. We've argued about potatoes enough in yes. our past. yeah but uh, this doesn't really affect me because I can't say I've ever had hmm. the KFC gravy. I eat the chicken, I eat the mac and cheese, I eat the wedges. I don't go for the gravy. The gravy's delicious. Uh, I, I'm not denying yeah, it. Off, I'm just well. I mean, you kind of are if you don't get it. Not well, okay. Maybe I I can act like I'm neutral, but yes, my actions speak louder than my words. So that's one of the big news stories today that Drudge saw fit to put up on his. Uh, Well, now, billions of visits. A billion. Last month was the top February for traffic on the Drudge Report in 23 years. Billions of hits. That is unreal. So, if there are billions of people visiting this page, what else is on this page? Oh, stocks rocked by tariff talk. Mm -hmm. That is the top headline. Uh, There's stormy weather. Or... Well, metaphorically speaking. Well, I don't know. Wild wars within the White House. Oh, the mooch has been unleashed. Oh. Anthony Scaramucci. Yeah, hope walked away. So it's, mm. uh, the White House does not have
2: hope anymore.
1: Yeah, I, I'm sad about that. Though, I try to be respectful on these airwaves. You know me, Jonathan, but uh, <laughs> I have to say, when I saw Hope Hicks in that tuxedo when they're at a state dinner in China, right? China, my um, inner like you know that scene in the mask, Jim Carrey movie, where he's watching Cameron Diaz dance and sing for the first time, and, 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 a, he, and the heart keeps bumping yeah, out. And yeah, and then he turns into the cartoon dog. Oh, 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 oh. That's how I felt when I saw Hope Hicks in the tux. But I know that's what folks really want to hear about. No, what they want to hear more about what's on the Drudge Report. I mean, mm-hmm. with the stock thing and the tariffs, it makes sense to me. The stocks would be rock because they're worried about a trade war. They're worried about well, um, spinoff effects. To it probably will help the steel industry directly and suppliers of the steel industry directly. Mm-hmm. But it's going to up costs and it might affect uh, other businesses. It, it's uh, so who knows? All right, so
2: uh, first off. Uh, I am in college. I'm back in college. And one of the courses... Yeah. yeah. So one of the courses, well, that I have to take is economics. Took micro, took macro. So... or Well, I'm taking macro right now. hmm So um, because I've only taken like one semester of each, I'm pretty much an
1: expert. Right. Obviously. Right, yeah. Yeah. You know. Well, uh, so... You can't help it. It's the generation you were born into.
0: Shut up. No. <laughs>
1: you, you can't help it. No. All right, whatever. We'll continue that.
2: I'm right there in the same generation. Yeah, 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 I know. Anyway, continue. So, okay, so basically, you know, we were talking about... uh, Now this was last semester. So we were talking about, you know, trade Mm -hmm. and protectionist policies, tariffs, uh, and just going on about how protectionist policies, they are going to hurt more people than they're actually going to help. Oh, yeah. uh, Which, in turn... Makes everything more expensive and it's for the benefit of what like 5,000, 10,000 people, you know, over. Right. Each job
1: saved is the cost of each job saved is over rotted. Something like a million dollars a job, maybe a little less than that. Well,
2: I mean, something like that. So it, I don't know, like I'm very hesitant to, and I've always been hesitant of like over. Over tariffs, um, like, just extremely high tariffs, because, like, if you can get something cheaper at a great quality, why wouldn't you do
1: that? Because you should buy American. That's the argument. Well, help out your fellow Americans. No, I don't buy it. I think all Americans are benefited by... uh, by free trade trade, freest trade possible even unilateral free trade I know that's not a popular opinion these days Mm -hmm. because people want fair trade or reciprocal trade Uh, but for me the protectionist policies yeah it makes me worry makes me worry a great deal especially if there are retaliatory um, comeback tariffs if you will and uh, I don't want that and you know, it's this idea that all American workers' interests are the same. You know, people have different economic interests. That's why freedom is the best answer. Right. Because people who work in the steel industry—they're not bad people. In my opinion, they're not bad or good. That's not what economics is asking. Are you a good or a bad person? It's asking: Is this the interest you have? Are you providing with your interest something other people want? And so steelworkers don't have the same interest. They don't have the same costs in that industry as you do in other industries. Uh, So thinking that we can use the heavy hand of government, raise taxes. I'm amazed Trump has convinced conservatives that taxes should be raised. I'm amazed. I liked the income tax cut. I like that sort of reform. But I, I would have loved to see that even bolder. I would have loved to see payroll taxes cut. I would have loved to see tariffs even brought down unilaterally.
2: I would have loved to have seen the income tax completely gone away. Yes. Um, Oh, wow. Yeah, now, I don't make a lot of money. Now Fair enough. And I hate the income tax. I hate getting back however much it is Hmm. I get back from the government every single year from taxes. uh, When I could be using the money my own way yeah uh i mean i could set up my own like roth ira i could you know pay down a lot of debt that i may have may or may not have um you know that helps that gives me extra money for child support yeah um so a lot of these you know with the income tax everything else I don't know. I just hate the whole income tax thing because I don't like people saying, "Well, you make too much. Right. You should pay more." It's like, why do you care how much they make? Right? And how much that they pay in taxes? You like, you should be concerned about how much you're paying in taxes. And instead of you know, hey, this person makes so much money, you should pay more
1: in taxes. Blah blah blah. Now, envy blah. isn't a good policy.
2: No, it's not. It's like my my view is, you know, if you're upset by how much taxes that you're paying. Write to your congressman to lower your taxes, your particular tax bracket,
1: instead of going after rich people Well, And and just because somebody has more doesn't mean they got it in a dishonest or unjust way. They might have. Right. There are a lot of people who have done that. And there are a lot of very rich corporations, rich people themselves, people who maybe have worked in Congress. It's funny how incomes go up once people get in Congress. But, okay. So it's one thing if somebody cheats, lies, steals, uses unjust privileges in law, all these things in order to make their money and have more than you do. More than you think. Because it's not often people, it's not just pure envy. It's not, oh, I wish I had more and you had less. It's more, actually, I'm doing pretty well. And I just, I feel so bad for these people who are poor. And I, I want them to have a fair shake so when I see somebody who has so much and so much privilege and wealth and I see these people who are like in these tent cities in California, I mean, I can understand that emotion or that motivation to say, what's going on here? But it's not always just a matter of power and privilege. Sometimes people have more because they discovered, say, a product or a service other right. people really wanted. Maybe they're a hard worker. And though that's that's something I think we need to put on the back burner as Americans. Not working hard for goals that we really want. Not working hard to put food on the tables and to take care of ourselves and our families. I mean, hard work as a virtue. Like toil, 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 toil. Mm -hmm. And even though you might not be making much money doing it, you don't feel very fulfilled... Uh, and it might break your back. It depends on the the work. It might break your spirit. It depends mm-hmm. on the line of work. But just to work with no gain is not a virtue. The so-called Puritan work ethic, and yeah. which goes back to the founding of the country, I like the idea if you work smart and you have a work ethic towards a clear goal to fill your life and those you care about Awesome. Work as hard as you possibly can to achieve those things. So, some people might be richer, better, well off because they worked smarter. Maybe they got lucky. But luck isn't the same thing as cheating and stealing and lying and your way up to the top. And some people are naturally talented. There are a lot of things you and I, I don't think, will ever be able to do just that because people, of who we
2: are. Yeah, well, and that other people can do. Right. It's like, I can never play the drums like Neil Peart. Right, I mean, like, like I can't. No, like I cannot keep rhythm to save my life. Right. No, I can't
1: I can't sing like Getty Lee. I would sometimes like to think I could play guitar like, like Alex Lifeson, but I can't play guitar no. like we will never be rushed, Jonathan. No. We will never sound well like this. Take- Number one, we're not Canadian. Yeah. No, I'd imagine as Americans we could sound like that. Anyway, we're getting off the point. The point is people have natural differences. Some people work smarter or do, in fact, work harder for the things that they want, and they end up better off. I don't know. There will be unequal outcomes, and it's just a matter of figuring out who cheated, who lied, who stole their way to the top, and who actually deserves it. But to just look at it on the face of things, like that person has all that stuff, that person has nothing, to go immediately, everything is wrong here, uh, doesn't resonate with me.
0: No, and some of
1: that is going on across nations. It's not just uh, you know the middle class or the poor looking up at the rich. It's why is China making more stuff than us? Well, well, because right now Trump will talk about a trade deficit. Yeah. And what he's talking about is essentially we send China money, paper, money. We send them paper that is getting less and less valuable by the day. Mm-hmm. And they give us stuff. Ooh.
2: Sounds like yeah. a good deal. Well, I mean, also, if, for example, why does China make stuff hmm. that we purchase? Well, I mean, if. We made the iPhone X, or the iPhone X, whatever you want to call it, Yeah, uh, we'd be paying like 10 times more than the $1,000 for that phone.
1: We're a high-cost labor market.
2: Exactly. So, yes, well, if you want nice, cheap things, free trade
1: is what you want. Yeah. We'll look at Hong Kong as an example. I mean, I have a huge trade surplus with some of the convenience stores around town. Yeah, you do. What? No, excuse me. I have the deficit. They have the surplus. They're getting all the money. Yeah. I'm just ending yeah. up with like all these energy drinks and gasoline. And, and What yeah. good is that stuff? I want money. That's what I want. Just a material girl. A material world? Indeed. Um, let's get off the economic okay. stuff. Though, yes, please. Because you've only taken two semesters of it, micro and macro. I've not taken yeah. a single class in economics. Who are we to even discuss this? No, thing? no. Goodness, who are we to discuss these things? What else is going on in the world? Oh, let's go to a lighter subject. Vladimir Putin now has underwater drones that can be tipped with nuclear warheads. Yeah, that's... Yeah, I usually don't freak out about this stuff, and I'm not saying Putin's going to nuke us or anything like that, but uh, just knowing that's a new technology out there, Piloted vessel underwater that could fire off a missile with a warhead that could you know destroy a city. Oh, like a like a submarine? Yeah, but this would be unmanned. I imagine the U.S. Navy oh, has man. unmanned submarines or unmanned vessels, but just the idea that it's unmanned too allows. Well, I, I think anybody who has one of those things to take more risk; they're more willing to try to get close to say, New York Harbor. No, oh, that's... Uh, because it's unmanned. They might get caught, and that's still yeah. a risk, and you don't want to get caught, but you're not going to lose anybody. No. So that's just... And then these hypersonic missiles? Have you seen these things? Uh, no,
2: I no, I have not. It's hypersonic,
1: so... Have I you can't. seen this? Have you heard about this? I think yeah. that's the best way to present new <laughs> thermonuclear uh, weapons of war... Have you seen this? Have you read about this? Just go back to Jay Leno. Have you seen my car? This is a nice car. I like it. Yeah. No, but China's developing them, and if they're right. not already in possession, now Russia is touting these things. It's just generally making me nervous because what's going on in China with President Xi essentially wanting to get rid of any term limits and be the leader. Dictator of China, yeah, I mean, for life. Yeah,
2: he's banned a few. Uh, yeah, banned a few more books. Oh he's, yeah, he's also even banned the letter N. The letter N. The letter N. What
1: did the letter N do to him?
2: N stands for no. I guess I don't hmm. know.
1: Yeah, I read about that. That it uh, either it was a mistake, or the letter N somehow signified resistance of in China. I'm mm-hmm. not certain.
2: Yeah, I'm not certain either. Like, I'm leaning more towards uh, it was a mistake. And that he's just so certain He's like, I'm banning everything. And ban the letter N. Hmm.
1: Ban it. Well, it also, he banned George Orwell's 1984 and Animal Farm. Yeah. So, well, it's not that shocking to me because those books lay out pretty well what China's doing. Well, especially what North Korea is doing. North oh, Korean, yeah, it is, is that's a uh,
0: it's
1: like straight out of those books. But right, China also has a touch of uh, Brave New World by Huxley. It's been a while since I've read that book, so yeah. Well, I'll describe it this way: Nineteen Eighty-Four is like the Iron Fist. Mm-hmm. The object of power is power, right? And where other political parties in history were lying to themselves or to others about their true aims, whether it was to make the people wealthy and make them fulfilled and safe, or whether it was to uphold the like what the Nazis did, whatever their kooky doctrine was, anti-Semitism and uh, well, socialism, national <laughs> socialism. Uh, whatever it was, those they weren't being honest. The object of power isn't to gain some greater good. The object of power is power. And how do you know that you are in power, that you have control over somebody? is that you have the ability to make that person you want to control suffer. So it's a very bleak theme and point in 1984. Whereas Aldous Huxley in Brave New World takes a bit of a different approach. He says, and I'll leave out some of the weirder stuff, but essentially you can make people love their own bondage, their own serfdom. And you do okay. this by Conditioning them from birth mm-hmm. Cradle to grave Even before the cradle These are I believe sex hmm. no longer leads to procreation Hmm So children are taught at an early age Everybody's body Everybody belongs to everybody Babies are essentially born in test tubes In a hierarchy And they're conditioned throughout their lives To perform specific tasks or classes of tasks. So it's a big caste system mm-hmm. built in. Okay, And so these people are conditioned throughout life with number one, a drug called Soma. If you take a small amount, you become euphoric. If you take more, I believe you hallucinate. And if you take even more, it makes you sleep. Hmm. It's like a combination of all the drugs we have here in the real world. Really? Just depending on the dosage. So everybody, even the kids, are like popping Soma. They have their daily Soma rations.
0: Hmm. Interesting. And
1: sex is freewheeling. So it's drugs, sex. And rock and roll? Yeah, actually they have these things called feelies. They're like movies that are not only like something you go to watch, but mess and play with all your senses. And so what Huxley does in the novel is brilliant. He brings in somebody who doesn't live in this part of the world. Most of the world is run by this totalitarian group in this way. But there are some parts where there are still so-called savages. Right. And this savage, I believe his name is John, um, he's actually read, because his mother saved it, he's read some Shakespeare. Oh. He's read some of the Bible. Uh, he, in the tradition of how he was raised engages in self-flagellation. like I believe he whips himself. And when he goes to this new society where there is no pain or suffering and everybody has their place and they're conditioned to be completely happy with life, he can't stand the society. He thinks it's dystopia, hell on earth, a complete and utter tragedy. And so there's this one scene in the mess hall where he's feeling this way and they're about to feed the Soma rations to the kids, and he dumps them out the window. And it's like, don't you see what they're doing to you? Don't you see what they're doing to you? And instead of going, oh, thanks for saving us and making us free, they attack him. Until the authorities have to come in and put everybody down and stuff them with a bunch of Soma and make them pass out and make them happy again, so oh, to speak. Man, that's crazy. And so it's the velvet glove over the iron fist. And I think the two together, 1984 and A Brave New World, actually predicted a lot fairly accurately. It's not like they had a crystal ball or you know they could see into the future by any means. But I think they understood uh, human psychology very well. Right. How people behave with power. Whether it's power for power's sake, like in 1984, or complete control and power for the sake of being calm, safe, secure, comfortable. Those are the only things important in life. And so, essentially, that John character in that novel yeah. is like somebody in our, in our age. yeah, In our time. In that sort of world where everything is taken care of. And it is hell. And he's just not, he can't find any happiness. Like his mother dies. That's why he's brought back to the civilized part of the world and when his mother dies he's trying to like mourn her but he can't no and he is oh he is okay but everybody around him the civilized people don't understand why he would be up they don't have mothers they're born in test tubes right and so they're kind of mocking him and singing songs and playing all around him can you imagine that you're like in utter despair. And everybody around you doesn't give you a second to go, are you all right, or even let you have your space. It's almost like your pain, because it is a novelty in that world, becomes a spectacle that everybody gets to watch, like one of their movies. That's actually what happens. But it's... I think more of that's happening in places uh, like China. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying the Chinese people... 'Cause I don't think they are by any means are like the test tube babies and people. But I think there is the methods used by the Chinese government to ban letters. <laughs> it should give everybody the creeps. I don't know I don't care how much stuff is coming out of China. And again, I'm advocating for unilateral free trade, but we better keep our eyes open to what's happening in China and do our damnedest. Not as an official U.S. government, but as individuals and maybe some rogue groups to share our culture and ideals with the Chinese people and not preach to them, not try to save them like we're missionaries, but actually say, hey, this is how we see the world. How do you see the world? I think there are people in government doing that, but there's also a knee-jerk reaction. It's not just Americans, it's human history. For anybody who's rising up and challenging you to react negatively to that. So we'll see. You asked me before you came on, is this going to be a silly show or a serious show? There's been touches of silly, but mostly been serious.
2: Yeah, yeah, we need a... You seem down. Well, yeah, yeah, it was... It's like, you know, I don't mind serious talk, but, I mean, you get to a certain
1: point where you're like... Man, but somebody got on to me the other day I, I just, for being too silly.
2: Too Joey, really you're going to listen to that person? Right. Like like when when you have a book that says otherwise. But who am I supposed
1: to listen to? You know, folks <laughs> ask why are our politicians so corrupt? Why do they lie all the time? Why do they seem so stupid Mm. or greedy or short-minded or just short in general? Why are there so many just short politicians? That's why all the tall people end up running things. Because everybody they're surrounded by are a bunch of munchkins. Anyway, why are politicians all these things? Why? There might be a lot of reasons. I don't know the definitive answer. But it might be, just maybe, it might be... They actually do reflect and represent the people who elect them. Uh, it is we the people after all. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're listening to the Joey Clark Radio Hour. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Jonathan, my roommate, is alongside me this evening. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. We'll be right back. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Joey
0: Clark. Yeah, 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 yeah. Welcome back.
1: Welcome back to the Joey Clark Radio Hour. Again alongside me this evening is Jonathan, my roommate. We we're very serious in that first segment. I didn't like it. I was all pent up inside well, me. I had to get it out. Well, yeah. Now, I can respect that.
0: Yeah. But
2: you know, I mean, there's a time for being serious. Yeah. There's a time for being silly. Mm-hmm. I think now is one of those times because everyone's just had a long day at work. They just want to go home. Yeah. Relax. Sit in the car. Listen to you.
1: Well, now, the last time you were here... Oh, was, that was the last day? Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, goodness. I remember it well, though luckily I'm not experienced the pain again. Yeah, no, that was... Uh, that was, that was really stupid.
0: Yeah. On,
1: Though, I keep on my w- part, I keep wanting to go back to it. Yeah. Like, we were having oysters the other night. Oh. Sucking down some raw oysters, yeah. and it would have been good on an oyster. Oh, yeah. Would have been delicious. Yep. Now, um, then the time before that, you were here to talk about uh, Mamma Mia. Mamma Mia. Oh,
0: yeah. And then... Here I go again. Okay. And in the few months since... my mind. Oh. I I
1: still, I have to say, I didn't really like the movie. I said it. I liked some of the music. I liked a few of the moments. Right. Right. I didn't like the movie.
2: Oh, my goodness, Joey. It's true. (sighs) Well, unfortunately for you, uh, there is a sequel coming out to it. What? Yeah. Well, okay. Yeah.
1: It looks like uh, the cast is brought back together. Well, you want to give a listen to this preview for Mamma Mia 2? No, not really. Not really? No, not really. You don't think it flows (laughs) well with talk of a brave new world, 1984, the potentials of new weapons of war in the nuclear space by Russia, China's repressive regime, the potential for a trade war, the well inefficiencies and just wrongheadedness of tariffs? You don't think it all segues well into Mamma Mia 2? Come on! No, I'll tell you what. Segues
2: into, so I have an idea. Okay. About how we can solve all of these issues with everything, with with Russia, yeah, China, yeah, uh, us. I like uh, what I'm uh, hearing. Uh, what other, what other countries? Iran, Iran.
1: Yeah, you know, Syria, all,
2: Syria. Yeah. All right, so we get
1: Estonia. So,
2: Estonia.
0: Azerbaijan.
2: No, I, I don't think. I don't think they're the problems, but let me finish. Let me finish with my idea. So, okay. you, so, so you get those countries, yeah, and
1: you put them in a chamber, like a like a steel, like a steel oh, chamber. Like, okay, we're gonna settle this like ancient battlefields, or pick your best warrior, Russia. Yes, this is uh, this is how they or maybe make it their heads of state. Yeah, the heads of state. And so it's it's Donald Trump with his huge hands. Yeah, I guarantee you, there's no problem there, folks. Okay, right. so Trump, Putin, Putin, uh, who uh, Xi Jinping of China. Xi Jinping. Yes. See, I don't know if I did um, that correctly, or that was re- a terribly racist accent.
2: Yeah, that, that's what Xi what I was- Jinping. That's what I was concerned about. What I just did.
1: Um, okay, so we have Trump, Putin, um, Xi, Xi Jinping of China. Yeah. Who else uh, do we want to throw in what, there? Assad. Yeah, we, we should throw in Bashar al-Assad. Is it Rouhani is still the head of Iran? I think so, Okay, maybe. and then but we got to put in Bibi. You got to put in Bibi Netanyahu. Yeah, yeah. So what is that, six? Yeah, yeah. We so can it, add one more? No, no. I think no. we could fit seven into one of these big chambers. You
2: could, yeah. but, but it kind of takes away from yeah from the integrity of... The chamber. Okay, let's just do six. So, okay, so you start off with, like, one head of state and another head of state. Who's going to be starting in the ring? Does it really matter? No, is there a ring in the center of this chamber? Yes. Okay. Yes.
1: Yes. All right, yeah. So,
2: so in each head of state, like, they, uh, so they go, once they enter the ring, they, they go into their respective pods yeah. until, until it's their time to enter in the... In, Enter in the ring. Is, and, what is this ring like? Is it like a well, octagon or no? It's a it's a squared. It's square. It's squared. Yeah. It's a twenty by twenty. Okay. Squared circle.
1: Oh, so you could put a
2: circle around, but it's no. Well, I mean it's it's an oxymoron. Oh, it's so so. I mean it's a twenty by twenty square. Okay. Square ring. It's
1: like a wrestling ring. You could say that, kind of like that. Yes, like, uh, yes, okay. you could say that. Okay, and so that ring is inside this big steel cage. Yes. What do you want to make the cage out of? I mean, chain link. Chain link, like black chain link. I think yeah, that could work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, so who are the two heads of state? I mean, that, like, does it really start? matter? I, no, I think it does because okay. I don't think you sh- lead. With Putin and Trump, I think no. we immediately put Putin and Trump into one of the chambers.
2: Okay, so you know what? I think I think you should have
1: Bibi and uh, Xi, Bibi Netanyahu and Xi Jinping start, start off, off as the first two. You want to? We should give a name to this. Um, I mean, because it's a big chamber.
2: Yeah, and a, how do the rules work again? Are, okay, so it is in... You have to eliminate each head of state by like either pen or submission. Penfall or submission. Penfall or submission.
1: So it's either one, two, three, or, or tap, 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 tap. Yes, tap, tap, yes, tap. yes, I, yes. I tap. I give uh, Okay, up. okay. Stop. And that's how they're eliminated. Correct. All right. So, so we have a big chamber made that, of steel and chain link. Yeah, and you eliminate people from so, it. Right. So, uh, we should call it a uh, um, uh, uh, elimination chamber. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Let's was, call it World War Three Elimination Chamber.
2: Yes. The World War III, uh brought to you by The New World <laughs> Order.
1: <laughs> and, okay, so, okay, so,
2: I mean, you start off with BB and Xi Jinping. Okay, um, and, uh, and, uh, Xi Jinping. So you start off with <laughs> Israel and China. Yeah. Right, I'm just going to do this. And then, uh, Syria comes in because, like, after like five minutes of right. BB and China going after it, it's like, all right, well, next person, next. head so we're state getting comes in.
1: we're getting the clean shaven line of the Levant, Bashar yeah. al-Assad, is yeah. in next.
2: Yeah, okay. and well, you know, BB he eliminates. Uh, he takes s- out G. Does he, he does he, he, does he, he submit out, him or does uh, he pinfall? No, he. Uh, well, I was
1: going to say he takes out. Bosher. Oh, BB takes out Bosher. Bosher. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Geopolitically speaking, yeah. mm-hmm. that makes sense. And uh, and so, what is what's BB's finishing move? What are we talking like the the yes kicks? No, no, no. that's not B.B.'s uh, style. God. Um. Well, I mean, okay, so Coquita clutch. I like that Pro- for BB. Prob- yeah, yeah. The the kind of the sleeper hold for yeah. BB. So he comes up. By, behind Bashar al-Assad and just locks in that arm, puts him to sleep. Assad's done. So in the ring, we now have Bibi and G. Oh, and they turn and face each other. Caddy corner in the turnbuckles. Yeah. Yeah.
2: But then at this point, you know, it comes time for the next entrant to get in there. True. Five minutes uh, is up. And uh, Rahami... Rouhani? Rouhani. From Iran? From Iran steps Mm -hmm. in.
1: Place goes absolutely bonkers. Oh, the supreme leader, the ayatollahs outside as his manager, cheering him on. And you have Israel, you know, got the Jewish coalition. I can't believe the carnage.
2: Yeah. You can't believe the carnage. It's like, this is, like... This has been brewing for a hell of a long time.
0: Look at those puppies on the IDF band.
1: <laughs> anyway, uh, so we now have G, BB, and Rouhani. Rouhani enters in. Is Rouhani good? You know, who's standing up now?
2: Well, okay, so Rouhani and G are mm-hmm. beating the crap out of BB. Okay. Yeah, so she's beating the crap out of them. Um, Donald Trump, mm-hmm. you know, like he's in a cage. He's like, Oh, I got it. I got this. Don't worry. I got the best plans. I have a big button. I have a big button. Yes. When I press this button,
1: it's going to be through the roof. I like your Donald Trump. Through the roof. I like it.
2: Okay. That's fantastic. Are... Thank you. Yes. My, my hands are... The key to everything.
1: So Trump's just <laughs> sitting in this chamber. He's he's cool and calm. Is he doing that thing he does when he's wearing a, the suit, where he pops his lapel? I know you folks out there yes. listening have seen that, where he he's calm. He, it's usually after he does something, like he shook somebody's hand or he said something he wanted, he steps back, pops it. Yeah, and so that's him in the chamber.
2: Yeah. So like he once it gets to him, like he presses a button, and Braun Strowman, the oh. monster among men, like.
1: From
2: comes the at, WWE. Yeah, from the WWE. Wow. He he comes in, he's like uh, From up in the ring? uh no, like he like came from outside the where Donald oh. Trump's cage was, oh. or pod was. Okay. Like he entered he broke through, in. Yeah. yeah. And so Donald Trump is like, All right, this is my secret weapon. Okay.
0: Yeah.
1: That's yeah, it's a big bunch. Game over I get it, Donald game of Okay, we get it. You're going to win. Yeah. You're, yeah. you're going to win so much, everybody's going to get tired of winning. I've heard it before, Donald. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so Trump comes in with Strowman. So they take out... When we last left, the other three, Rouhani and G, were taking on BB, Pubbling BB Netanyahu.
2: Yeah. Braun Strowman comes in. Like, he just... He just destroys Z. Yeah? Yeah, he lays out uh, Rouhani Running body
1: slam on Xi Yeah and, okay. uh, and so like President of China Taken out by running Now, does he pin him After the running body slam? Yeah Okay, so yeah. the president of China Is taken out by a monster among men yeah. Running body slam Yeah Sneak attack From Donald Trump
2: It's the only attack
1: I know So what happens to Rouhani then?
2: Well, um, Braun picks mm-hmm. him up. Mm-hmm. BB, you know, gets back on his feet. Yeah. And just, like, BB just beats the crap out of Rouhani. Yeah. He's like, don't try and wipe out my country.
1: <laughs> and the is not happy on the outside. No, he's not. <laughs> he's chanting death to America. <laughs> <laughs>
2: so... And so <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. So yeah. BB like gets uh, gets Rouhani in a uh, cocaine
1: another cocaine yeah, puts him just, to
2: sleep. Yeah, and like he just does not break the hold at all. Like just the refs are like trying to get into the ca- get
1: yeah, into the he, chamber. He's submitted. He's asleep. He's asleep. And so they finally get Rouhani out of there. Yeah. And so that leaves us with BB Trump and Putin. Oh, Vladimir. Yeah, Putin
2: comes in, Mm. like, sneaks behind and just, like, rolls up BB for the one, two, three.
1: Wow, he is the new sheriff of the Middle East. President of Russia. Some would say the dictator of Russia. Yeah. He's a killer. He's a killer and a thuck. He's a bloody thuck. Fight with me, my friends. John McCain, 2020. (laughs) Fight with me, my friends. Fight with me. He's a killer and a thuck. Listen anyway. here, listen here, John. What, you, don't, you don't fight with me?
2: Listen here, John. You don't know what you're talking about. No, you don't know what you're talking about. You don't know what you're talking about. You're a about. clown, sir. You know what? You fake news. No,
0: did you read the dossier? Fake senator. Fake senator. Fake
2: senator. Fake senator.
1: John. Fake senator. senator. <laughs> so Putin, it's yeah. his time up. He enters the elimination chamber. Yeah. World War Three elimination chamber. Yes. Yeah, so now we've just, already had President G was knocked out. He Ruhani, wasn't first though. Yeah. You're yeah, Rouhani Assad is knocked out.
2: Yeah. First. Yeah. Assad. Then yeah. G. Uh, then Rouhani. Yeah. So now it's just Donald B. Trump. And then BB's Bibi. taken out by Putin yeah, yeah. coming on in. Yeah. Putin.
1: So we now have Putin. Donald Trump face-to-face in the middle of the ring in our World War III elimination chamber. Yes, Let's really think about this. If we're actually booking this, uh, this war to end all wars, it's not a right. wrestling match. No, this, folks, what we've been doing for the last well, 10, going on nearly 15 minutes, is we have said that we don't want thermonuclear war. We don't want more hellish wars in the Middle East that are leading to famine and the outbreak of disease, refugees destabilizing Europe, more competition over nationalism and ethnicity in Eastern Europe, mm. in the motherland, Russia. Yeah. We don't want that. No. We don't want any of this. No. We don't want China and the United States to fall into the Thucydides trap. No. We, just- we don't want North Korea to come in and nuke us. Yeah. We don't want any of this. We decided to settle the world's differences. Not with debate. <laughs> not, not with diplomacy. With, not with politics at all. We decided to solve the world's problems with fake athletics. World War Three elimination chamber. So Putin and Trump are staring across the yes. staring at one another. A few things could happen here because this really is our imagination. Yes.
2: Donald Trump Lifts you, his hands up. You go first. At Putin. It's like, Putin, look at my hands. Look at him. Just
1: look. Yeah. Ooh, ooh. Which one's gonna slap your face?
0: Huh? Huh? Which one? I can't do a Russian accent. Can you do a Russian accent so I can be Trump? Sure. Uh, Putin, look at my hands. I guarantee you one of these hands is gonna smack your face. What do you gotta say to that, Putin?
2: I'd like to see you try. If if you smack me, you smack me.
0: Well, you're gonna be too drunk on vodka. You know, I'm clean. I'm a teetotaler. All the best people in history were teetotalers. Oh, see, you try to sm- stop this smack, my, smack.
2: My ID is vodka.
1: <laughs> vodka. Okay, so they could go
0: as they my
2: could.
1: Juice. They could go back and forth a little, you know, chin wag. I ride bears. What do you ride? <laughs>
0: I read storms. (laughs) (laughs) I read the thunder and the lightning. I read the stormy, stormy water. You seem to weather that nicely. Yes, I think we can both agree on that, Vladimir.
1: This is the other angle it could go into. (laughs) That after all these heads of state are eliminated, it turns out that Hillary Clinton, Rachel Maddow, Keith Olbermann, yeah. all Democrats pretty much on the left
0: mm-hmm.
1: were right. It was a grand conspiracy. Collusion. <sighs> collusion, And as they stare each other down and they jawed at one another a little bit, a little bit of trash talk, you think they're about to come to blows. And then Donnie,
0: President Trump, extends his hand. Vladimir, we did it. We did And you think
1: they were all correct. Everybody's been had. It's not just the country who didn't vote for Trump was had. A lot of true believing Trump train riders, passengers, on this constantly winning train, this great train. They're disappointed too. They didn't think the Russia stuff was true. Everybody is sitting there in shock. It's not silence, but it's that <gasps> before the silence. <sighs> fills the arena. Like you could Which is uh, by the way a reconstructed Roman Colosseum, Right. Of course. Of course. It has to be. This is where World War II Elimination Chamber would decide all the world's problems. Of yeah. course. Yeah. So everybody thinks,
0: <gasps> No. No. They've fooled us all. We've all been had. Then Trump from his <laughs> behind his back. <laughs> well he has his fingers crossed as he's shaking
1: the hand. Yeah, his fingers are crossed. <laughs> and he pokes Putin's eye out. Takes Putin down. <sighs>
2: Listen here, little man. Mm. You may poke
0: out eye, but I punch you hair off. <laughs> yeah. I've already dealt with this with Vince McMahon once. Can deal with you, Putin, Baldy. Uh it's well I watched
2: tape, You don't take Stunner. <laughs> stunner your
1: secret. Yeah, no, I can't. but then as you think okay, yeah. there's gonna be an actual fight. Kim Jong un, whom we left out of the uh the elimination chamber, he's a little upset. So he nukes the Roman Colosseum and the world goes to hell. Uh yeah but no, the, you, want no, silly, uh, you want it silly, Jonathan.
2: You want it Yeah, yeah, but I mean like you you took uh, like a 180 turn
1: like with Kim Jong Un. Yeah. I mean, you want it silly, but well, this is pretend time, pure imagination. No, guy, this is God. a great song. It is a good song. But I think if we could solve the world's problems with, say, a wrestling match, it'd be a hell of a lot better than thermonuclear war. It'd be a hell of a lot better than a trade war. It'd be a lot better than nationalism, or whether it's Russian or Chinese or American nationalism. Yeah, It'd be a lot better than just the world being so fragmented and divided. It would be so much better, but... It would certainly our World War III Elimination Chamber match to decide the fate of the world. It sure as hell would be a lot better than Roman Reigns winning the WWE Elimination Chamber pay-per-view. Good night, everybody. And you'll be I said good day, in the sir!
0: World of pure imagination. Take a look, and you'll see into your imagination. We'll begin with a spin Traveling in the world of my creation What we'll see will define Explanation If you want to view paradise Simply look around and view it. Anything you want to do it. Joey Clark. Want to change the world. There's nothing to it.